Today's show is sponsored by Diane Kleins, an independent associate with Legal Shield, offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They also provide a will, a living will, assisted with moving violations, contract review, consultations, and more. For more information, contact Ms. Diane Kleins at 214-881-5225 or go to dskleins.ladiesofjustice.com. everybody it's your boy Taz and you are listening to or watching the intro podcast and of course I cannot do this without the one and only JR is in the house and I'm excited about it it's the day after Super Bowl I would ask JR what he thought about it but unfortunately he didn't watch it I didn't watch it and the reason behind that is what the reason I didn't watch Super Bowl one of my teams I really didn't care that much Hang on, I take it. That's it. Wow. That's it. <laughs> who were who were you actually rooting for? As far as this Super Bowl? No, actually to go to to the Super Bowl. No, they won't go make it up, who was it? I mean, I'm 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 a Green Bay fan. Of course, that's the home team. Are I'm you all the Packers. Green Bay fan. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually a little surprised that the Cowboys didn't get there. I'm a little surprised. Not a lot, but a little. Um. So, of course, y'all, if you know me, you know I really have no idea about sports at all. But just hearing, that's not funny, just hearing from previous uh, radio shows and podcasts or whatever, uh, if you know me, you know I love uh, The Breakfast Club. And Charlamagne the God is a huge uh, Dallas Cowboy fan. And uh, at the beginning of the season, he was all for him. He was like, yeah, we're going to be doing good, y'all, y'all. But then as the season prolonged, his energy kind of died down. So whenever his energy died down, I was like, why am I even going to bother rooting for anybody? Because I don't know who to root for anyway. But i tell y'all this, though. Before my mom passed, any Super Bowl game, I don't care who made it, if it was her team or not. It's like she had a direct contact with God <laughs> because she would sit down with all of us. It would be me, her, my brothers, my cousins or whatever. And she would literally predict every freaking year who was going to win. And I'm thinking to myself, why were you not a betting person? Yeah, she, no, my mom was a full-fledged Christian. Even whenever she wasn't a Christian, she was a Christian. So I was like, you know, I should have taken that up on myself to be like, since you don't want to fall, bet. Right. DraftKings is right here now, though. I would bet some money because I never saw a game where my mom was not uh, 100% on who um, she would predict would win. Uh, Shouts out to JR once again for bringing the spirit. Yeah, I said it. I had, I had to bring in. I had to bring my baby back. You had to bring the baby back. We we had uh, Grant Coromino. Oh, my God. Shout out to Kevin Hart on that one. Always. I I felt like I was cheating on him. I I had to bring in to the show today. Mm, 
I tagged Kevin. I was like, look, uh, I made sure I took a picture and made sure he saw all the logos. He saw the microphone with the logo. I was like, we are drinking this on the podcast. And just in case you need to know where you can send your product to. And we talk about you during every single show because I will talk about you every single show. Oh, yeah. How's that your boy? She's still here. The she, she yeah, she's still here. Like it's it's Kirk Franklin says something about that name Jesus. No, it's something about that name Carmina. <laughs> and I promise on everything that Carmina is a blessing. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff. If, if I had my own church, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. What? Let me no, go, go, go ahead. Finish that. Every first Sunday, a lot of the churches in America has communion. Uh-huh. Let's have communion. Is it supposed to be that hard? Liquor or it's supposed to be wine? Liquor, wine, oh. grape juice. Because oh. you know, they use that ocean spray grape juice, and it's, it's just not, you know, it's just not. <laughs> if you're going to use the ocean spray grape juice, at, at least put some Carmino in it. But, that, but that's supposed to be for the kids. Okay, so we can do that for the kids and the adults. That wants to partake in the real communion because Jesus turned water into grand. Oh, that's what happened. That's that's <laughs> the part of the Bible. <laughs> that's the part of the Bible that didn't nobody really get to because they got stuck at Adam and Eve. Oh, okay. It's, it's in the back, huh? It's in the back. It's like the back. people don't ever make it close to Revelations because they're scared of what the book says in the book of Revelations. But if you go right before that. There's a book of the Bible that says it's the book of Medea. Mm. See, Tyler talks about the book of Medea a lot. Oh, okay. And that's the part that we often, we skip that because it doesn't sound right. Oh. Because we can drink Grand Carino at communion. Oh. Some people read it and the translation says you can smoke weed. Oh. Tyler says there's a smoke lit. Well, you know what? That takes me back to the preacher in Atlanta who said he wanted to use some of the land for his church to grow weed. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how do you feel about that, though? Like, is it, you know... Is it legal there? Hell yeah. Is it legal there now? Yes, sir. What happened? This story, I don't know if we talked about it or if I talked about it, but I talked about that last year. So it's legal in the state of Georgia? I want to say it is because he wants he, he wants to take land because he has a surplus of land and he wants to take that land and grow more money. Is it his land or is the church's land? Because that matters. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm just for it. Like I support his ministry. <laughs> There's something about <laughs> if it's his land or if the land belongs to an LLC, go ahead and do it. If it's legal in the state of Georgia. I don't have the facts behind that yet, so don't quote me on that. But if it's legal in the state, I, I, I say go for it. It'd be very, very lucrative. And my thing is this. The church is business anyway. Church is business. So in knowing that, we should be able to, you know, um, conduct ourselves as business. But, you know, the pushback on that entire topic was the church growing marijuana. I can see that. Um, and I guess that leads me to a topic that we didn't even discuss or put in the chat. It's very contradictory what the church 
judge or how the church judges. Mm. There's a preacher, and I'm going to have to find her on uh, Instagram or whatever social media I can find her on. She basically, uh, within the, the last week or so, she got her on, on social media, and she um, basically rebuked her church and told her church, in so many words, if you go to Beyonce concert, you're going to hell. Wow. Well... She's, she went into this whole deep theology of what the beehive and uh, what it starts off at. But then I saw on today or last night or whatever, because, you know, I don't, my sleep is over, bro. When I say over, I sleep about three, four hours and then I'm up. I'm like, something has to change. Uh, but uh, she went into this whole theological uh, statement about where the uh, hive ends up and where it starts and how uh, going to the Beyonce concert, you're going, you're leading yourself into hell and all this other stuff. She actually said, and I, 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 I had to comment because it made me feel a certain kind of way. She was like, your, your idols are going to drop dead, basically saying that because the people who want to spend money or want to support Beyonce consider her an idol and that she would drop dead. But then I saw a post where she was like, back in 2015, 16, or 17 or something like that, I was a big Beyonce fan. I was doing this, I was doing this, I was doing this, I was doing this. But then a year or so later, I got saved and I let all, all that stuff go. My mind is this. God didn't deliver you from Beyonce. Right. It sounds like she's just a hater. <laughs> For me, that's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like to me because, and I know I'll get pushback, I'll get comments, but it's all good. I'm not a part of y'all clicks in the first place. Oh, my world. <laughs> <laughs> Christians were well, a lot of people that consider themselves or call themselves Christians are very selective yeah. on who they damn and who they support. Mm -hmm. Or when they damn or when they support. Mm -hmm. Beyonce, to me, with all the attacks that she get verbally throughout her career, to not say anything to anybody, she just let people talk. That's more Christ-like than the people who attack her for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And I don't understand, you know, that selective you going to hell thing because I'm pretty sure I don't care who you are, what if, if, if you're the bishop, the apostle, the pastor, the preacher, the teacher, the five-fold ministry, all this other stuff, every day in your life you don't do everything perfect. So what happens to you whenever you're not being the example that you're damning other people for not being. It's gonna come crashing down. It has to. Because I don't go to a Beyonce concert looking for TD Jakes. Right. I go to a Beyonce concert looking for Beyonce to be exactly who I know. If I know I'm paying to go see Beyonce, I know what my expectation is. Yeah, she's an entertainer. Entertainer. She's, she's entertaining her fans. That's 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 her job. People don't, I guess. I guess I'm just later, I'm just old. Uh, but before we go on with my old self,
Today's show, once again, is sponsored by Diane Clyde's an independent associate with Legal Shield, offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They provide a will, a living will. Uh, they assist with moving violations, contract reviews, consultations, and more. Uh, you can contact her at 214-881-5225 or at dsclients.ladiesofjustice.com. Although we are in the DFW, she is not limited to the DFW. So, uh, yeah, get at her. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, I want to talk about tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Something that I don't even celebrate, and I don't even know why. Uh, that that man made holiday. That man made holiday. Okay. That these 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 lonely. Well, I'm not even gonna say lonely because I'm not lonely. But the one that these women cherish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't do something for them, they're ready to divorce you the next day. That's fine. I am. I'm a fan of the Cardi B Offset. You know, marriage thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardi B and Offset share their love of McDonald's with the Super Bowl ad to announce their new meal. They have a meal. They have a meal exclusively for Valentine's Day. Yeah. So what? Oh, I, I gotta know what is it called? People.com says a rap couple, uh, Cardi B and Offset appear in a McDonald's Super Bowl commercial alongside. Uh, seven other real life couples. The rapper couple make an appearance in the ad, sharing their love for each other and their food by reciting each other's orders. A true love, a, a true sign of love, according to the spot. Uh, they join seven other real life couples in the commercial. Ah, yada, yada, yada. The meal includes Cardi B's favorite classic McDonald's cheeseburger. Paired with tangy barbecue sauce and a large Coca-Cola. And offsets, fix your face, and offsets to go quarter pounder with cheese and a large high C orange lava burst. Uh, to round off the dinner, the box also includes a large order of fries and a warm apple pie to share. I think that's cute. It's sweet. It really is. I don't like the way you're saying that, but it's sweet. <laughs> I love the fact that, you know. That they shared the apple pie. It's sweet. No, it, that, that, that is no sweet. Pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I, the single me, will be getting... I'm not getting both of you. You want to uh, go half on a, a, a Cardi B offset uh, Valentine's Day meal? I don't, even, I don't even prefer McDonald's. McDonald's is like one of my last resorts. It's like, what else is open? What else can I have? Can I have a healthier option? Okay, I go to McDonald's. Like, that's that's where it's at. So is that why whenever you asked about food today and I was like, McDonald's, you was like, eh. Yep. Wrong. Nope. I have so many it. points from ordering from the... Uh, <laughs> Here's the funny part. So does my daughter. Says several points. I have several points for ordering for her. Because I'm going to still get free stuff if I can. Mm -hmm. But it's her favorite place. If you ask her where she wants to go, hands down, it's going to be And it's your fault that I started doing this app ordering. Because, you know, like, you showed me, like, once or twice. And I've been addicted ever since. So, And I absolutely love it. Because there are times whenever I don't have a dime. Hey, and that's what it's there for. Because I swear, I saved my points until I ain't got no money. Yes. 
And I order everything for you. Yeah, this is my free meal right here. There we go. Okay. Bam. There we go. And then just go pick it up. Because I know whenever I was in the hospital the last time, I was in for about a week or two. Hospital food used to be really, really good, but after COVID, yeah. no, like before COVID, whenever I had to be in the hospital for a long extended period of time, oh, you could order from a menu that overflowed, and they, right. oh, it, it was great. But now uh, after COVID, like one of my lunches was pinto beans. Some kind of unflavored meat in a roll. Oh, you said some kind of unflavored meat? <laughs> you don't know what it was? I didn't even try to look. I didn't, I didn't even eat it. See, I have a rule. If I can't identify it, I don't eat it. That's, that's just my rule. What? That's my rule. No, that can go in a lot of different ways. It, it can, but once again, if I, <laughs> if, if I don't know what it is off site, I'm not, I'm not eating it. <laughs> that's just what it is. Well, if I don't eat meat, no. You know what? <laughs> How many times have I actually ate meatloaf in my life? I don't know. What's meatloaf made out of? You mean four major components? Ground meat. Uh huh. Ground. What kind of meat? You can do it with turkey or the regular. Uh huh. Can, but okay, whatever. Tomato sauce. Uh huh. Onion. Uh-huh. Seasoning. Season's not a component. That's not a component. I need a major component. Now, you need to say season because some people don't season their food. And that's so, what so clearly they made it without the season, so it's not a major component. It's a not, major component. That's not meatloaf. That's eatloaf. It's, it's major for us, but it ain't major for them. But go ahead. Give me one more. Give me one more. That's really all I know. That's really all you know. So, so, so who decided to make this loaf of meat and call it a meal? Who did this? You know it's a black folk. Mm, I don't know. It had to be. I don't know. I mean, because you don't find too many white folk are that that like meatloaf. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say. You pretty If you like meatloaf and you are of the other, <laughs> of the other, I know a lot of other people who like meatloaf. Personally, I don't like meatloaf because I don't know what's in it. If I I can't identify it, I won't eat it. That's that's just that's my rule. Well, judging by your wonderful stature, you haven't ran into a lot of things that you can't identify. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, then. One of them is Church's Chicken. Sorry. Wait, I love Church's Chicken. You like them pieces when they be stuck together? And then make a bro wing? I've never had that. <laughs> Leave me alone. You ain't never had a bro wing before? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I have had from churches that I love and that uh, I wish they wouldn't have put on the menu because it was free. What? You get the biscuit and you put the icing on top of it. The biscuit and the icing. Oh, my God. That's a blessing from the heavens. See, and maybe, maybe it's me because I was scarred as a kid. Okay. From churches. I tried it again when I was, like, in my 20s. But, of course, this was all up north. Okay. I ain't had churches since I've been to Texas. Maybe it's different in Texas. I don't know. But up north, they make churches with like, you ever had some of that fried uh, catfish breading mm-hmm. that they have? And it just, it's just a different texture or whatever. They make it with that up north. Oh, we have one right up the street. I'm, I, I might have to go in the corner and get you some money. They say that out loud. That don't even sound I'm good. I'm like, crap. It don't sound good. Oh, ain't that much gone out of that bottle for you to be blaming crime. 
<laughs> but, but ain't that much gone. But Grand is gone though. It, it, like it, I, 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 I had Grand too. It, it, it's a leader, but I mean, you didn't have that today. though. <laughs> don't blame, don't blame. We're not gonna blame Grand for nothing. Grand Carmino, this is not your problem. You do not deserve this. The communion juice of the treat, new church. You're not gonna treat them like a stepchild. I'm this just saying. <laughs> but uh, how do we completely get off uh, party being offset? Hey, if you are in love, uh, well, I mean, you're, we'll probably do this this reel just for tomorrow. So if you see this reel within the next 24 hours, go to McDonald's and uh, get this meal. I wonder how they get paid off of that because they absolutely get paid off it because they have their name on it. Go support them and... Do that because it's got to be like a percentage of a off of each yeah. sale to the meal or yeah. something like that, and they get a residual off of it. Or there's it, gonna be something like I'm that. good for it. I need a residual off of something too. Dude. Uh, speaking of residuals and, and, and income and money and where it goes, uh, shouts out to Flow Rider. This comes from the shape room.com. Uh, of course, we know uh, last year. Or was it last year? Early this year, a flow rider uh, won a case uh, that gave him eighty-two million dollars. Yeah. Let me say that slowly for me to comprehend: eighty-two million dollars. Just let it sit right there. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna let it sit right there while I, yeah. But I mean, I guess it was a good call. Apparently, he was able to prove his point, where his attorneys were able to prove that he had been done wrong. Um, but this this story in general, it does something for me because it shows that Florida is not greedy. And he's not one of those people who does what he do just for money. We, we know Florida is well set. Just because of who he has been over the years in music and in business and everything. Uh, but uh, coming from theshaderoom.com, uh, after winning an eight, $82 million settlement in a court case against the energy drink Celsius, Flo Rider will be using his payout to fund philanthropy. <laughs> Why you getting this alcohol? Philanthropic <laughs> initiative. That boy, the artist uh, explained that he's excited about the venues uh, that now lie ahead of him when asked about what he intended to do with the money. Flo Rider explained uh, that he is basically giving it all away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not me personally. I've never been in a situation where I've heard an, an artist give away that much money. I have. Well, probably not that much, but I've heard of artists giving, like, you know, especially artists that got, like, charities and stuff like that. Like, they'll give 100% of the proceeds. Now, that's going to be a dope, a dope ass tax write off. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's not coming directly from them. I mean, hell, Charlemagne has some out there that. Hey, Charlemagne, what's up, now? They give all of the proceeds to, you know, their charities or their foundations. So it, it ain't nothing that's unheard of. Now, this amount, maybe. Mm. Maybe, but his, to him, it was all about the point. Yeah. And that's, he just wants to invest in the youth, from what the article said. Pretty much. Uh, Justice came, thanks to God, the other people out there 
who might be going through a situation when you can give uh, your truth, you can only expect victory. Goes on to say, they didn't want me to give, right? They didn't want to give my just due, but thanks to the judicial system, I'm just overwhelmed and excited about the new ventures as well. Going on a little bit more, uh, I'm about, I'm all about giving, you know, giving is required. So I look forward to taking care of the neighborhood. People see the now, but imagine the work I put in. I had faith and I knew I would be a success. Uh, let me see. Let me, all right, here we go. Now I'm more happy about the philanthropic. I can't do that word. Initiative. Things uh, I can do. I have my big dreams for kids charity. I have a youth football league with over 10,000 kids. Those are the things that I'm excited about. Imagine how many young people are about to um, be catapulted, not even the financial part, but just the men the mentorship that they are about to receive yeah. through this donation that he's giving. Yeah. Jeez. Why don't we have more people? Of course, you know, you have people like Shaquille O'Neal who will pay for everybody food in the restaurant. Why don't we see that more in the entertainment industry? Is it that we don't see it more or is it that we don't hear about it more? I think a lot of it, I think it's actually a little bit of both. Um, there's a lot of artists that do a lot of giving back. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking last week about the old Kyrie Irving thing, like Kyrie gives a lot silently. Yeah. His goal ain't to get the publicity for it. It's just to help out. It's not I can't say that word. I can't say that word. So you got me back. You got me back on it. Publicity. There we go. You got me back. I love it. But yeah, a lot of a lot of the artists, um, artists, basketball players, people with money, period. They they do a lot of this stuff silently because their goal is just to give back or just to help out. Yeah. They have the means to, so they just do. And so you don't hear about a lot of them because they don't publicize it. Right. But there's a lot of people out here that just give and that's it. Yeah. Now, would things be a lot better if people knew that a lot more people just gave? Yeah, but in, in that sense, though, See, the goal of keeping money is to not tell people about your money. Yeah. So if you're telling people about money, you're giving away. That's yeah. when the IRS is like, well, hold on. Yeah. Not even just the IRS. <laughs> I'm glad that Texas is a state to where if I was to win the lottery, I don't have to tell nobody that I did. Because the moment people know that you're giving away money or that you have a certain amount of money, you become everybody's best friend, even people that you've never met in your life. Yeah, everybody's your cousin. Or yes, sir. So I understand why some people would rather give in private than to put it out there so that everybody would know about it. You know, though, but, and this is probably just the, the heart of me talking. Okay. Right now. If I was to win like a lump sum and people knew about it, I would help. I would help out my people. Okay. My people I know personally. My people I talk to on a consistent basis. Wait, am I part of your people's question? Don't I talk to you on a consistent basis? All right, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so, like, for those people, like, I would help those people out. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, what, what's what's holding you back from your next level? Okay, let me go ahead and invest in this. Mm -hmm. Let me help you out here. You, you, you hit a bond, let me go ahead and help you out here. Because if you my people, I don't want you to struggle. That's just me. 
Because I know what it's like to have to struggle. I know yeah. what it's like to start from the bottom. And I also know it's also on the other side. Yeah. So I would help out my people mm-hmm. if I had like a lump sum and I had the means to do it. But it's all these other folks. Facts. That you got to worry about. Facts. People are like, oh, well, I'm your cousin. Honestly, it's a lot of us. Yeah. It's a lot of us. And with my last name. Yeah. And a lot of them didn't been married out and all this type of stuff. It's a lot of us. And I don't care if you're my cousin. How many times have I seen you before now? Facts. If I ain't seen you before now, what you asking for? And see, I, I'm glad you said that. So in my case, not even just the family that I know, but like I can only imagine on my father's side, uh-huh. if, if a Gilmore was to see me doing something really, really big, because like I really don't know anybody on my dad's side, yeah. how many people would be able to call and lie? Oh, yeah. Oh. Or how much control I tried to put behind it, 
God just wouldn't let it happen. And I was like, well, why not? And he was like, because you're trying to bring somebody into your future, whether it's friends, family, relationship, or whatever, who's not ordained to go. And as long as you're trying to drag them along, you're holding yourself back from getting there because I'm not going to allow you to go somewhere and bring somebody who I didn't ordain from the beginning to even be there with you. And I was like, God, you know what? Take all the niggas. Yeah. Because uh, it's not worth it. Sometimes you got to pray about it. Remove anyone who's not for me and only bring, only let the path clear to people that are mm-hmm. those that are. And that's it. That'll clear a lot of things up for you. That will clear a lot of things up for you. And it comes with a lot of, uh, it comes, that comes with a lot of accepting having to be lonely. Yeah. At, at that point, yes. Having to be lonely has to become one of the major things that you understand because, like, once you figure out who's who's supposed to be there or who's not supposed to be there, you have to be willing to accept that you have to let them go, even if those are your day ones or the people who supposed to be your day ones, knowing that they're not going to be there anymore. Yeah. You, you got to understand it like this. Like, everybody has their own path. And we say that a lot of the time, but I don't think people actually take heed to what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own path. Now, granted, some, some of these paths intermingle along the way, but then, of course, they, they, they go their separate ways. Now, yeah. And a lot of people expect for somebody to walk that path with them. And your path is, is truly your own path. Yeah. Now, if your path just happens to run parallel to someone else's path, enough to where you can touch that person or be with that person while you're walking on that path, and cool. But people don't understand that everybody's path doesn't go in the same direction. Facts. Everybody's path is going to be separate. Your path is for you. Don't try to walk on somebody else's mm-hmm. path. That ain't your path. Yeah. Now you wonder why things are going wrong because you're on the wrong path. Yeah. You got to walk on your path. And if my path is close to your path, then let me just take the time to be blessed and honored enough to want to walk close enough to you that we can get to know each other while we're going in that same yeah. direction. But if something happens while we're going in in that direction and we have to veer from each other, we have to be good with that. That's it. That's it. And people don't people don't like that because now people have got comfortable. Yeah. Being on that path parallel mm-hmm. with somebody else now. So if if let's just say for instance, both me and you, our paths are going this way, and then all of a sudden now your path goes this way, you going further apart from where I'm going. Yeah. And then on top of that, my path is going this way now. Yeah. So now we're getting further apart. Now it's not mean that we got beef or anything like that. It's just that our paths are taking us in two different directions. But that also show, shows you. Also, I, I saw uh, somebody made a post. Um, it's oh, my, a lot of my references go back to the Breakfast Club. But last year, I can't think of the the, the lady's name or whatever. But there was a post on Instagram where this lady was talking about people want you to be successful until you become successful. Because whenever you become successful, if they're still stuck where they are, they become jealous and envious because your success will cause you to leave me where I am. And if you leave me where I am, to that envious person, it's their job to find a way or or try to find a way to pull you back down. It's like, while we friends and while we boys, I'm pushing line for it. I'm yeah. pushing this wisdom. I'm pushing everything you're doing. Yeah. But if by some chance 
you end up in, in, in Macy's or you end up on, on a, a, a runaway in Paris and I'm still stuck here in Dallas, <laughs> then my true colors then show. Like, if if I'm really that friend that I said I was from the get-go, I will celebrate you. But if I'm not, you will see the other side of me. Yeah. So, so And, like, I, I, I completely agree with that. People want you to be successful until you become successful. Yeah. So, Some people, yeah. Some people are actually here for it. Some people actually want to see you shine. They want to see you make it. They, they'll they even support you through it all. Mm-hmm. And other people, they just don't want to hold the mirror to themselves. Mm-hmm. Because while you're elevating and succeeding, they're still on the same level. Now, mm-hmm. granted, they may have hit a roadblock. And honestly, I was at that point myself. I'm not going to lie about that. To where I didn't know what the next step was for me. Mm-hmm. It would bother me to see people that was around me succeeding and I wasn't. Yeah. So I had to learn that once again, my path is my path. I'm not going to be envious of anybody else because you did what you did to get there. Yeah. But most people don't look at it like that. They just look at it like, and especially these days, most people want to hand out. So they want you to, when you get up there, to pull me up with you. Yeah. That ain't my path. Facts. That might not be my path. Facts. I might I, I might help out here and there. I might do what I can for you, but that ain't my it ain't my path to pull you up to success. This is That's true. That's up to you. If it's meant for you, it's gonna happen for you. Facts. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz. You are listening to or watching the intro podcast. Look, I tell y'all the God's honest truth. Y'all think y'all get some good stuff on camera. It's the off-screen conversation for me. The off-screen conversation is what becomes the real, the real situation whenever it comes to me. Uh, share, share the story. Give your example. I'm going to get mine, and then we'll go to the last story. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I was talking to my boy um, about, you know, the dating app BLK or Black or whatever mm-hmm. you call it, right? And I would be on their soon, by the way. <laughs> he's talking about meeting people and how people just be lying all the time about certain stuff. Like, for instance, there's this girl on on, on the thing. Her profile says she's this height. Um, she does this, that, and the other. And she, she says she's never she never smokes uh, cigarettes or marijuana. But then he asks how her day is, and she says, <laughs> <laughs> said, "How you doing, girl?" She says, "I'm Gucci. I'm <laughs> home chilling, smoking, and looking for something to watch on TV till they watch me." Wait, thought you said you never smoke. But you don't smoke. You don't smoke. So how you smoking if you don't smoke? Like, why are people just misleading? Like, it's misleading as hell. Why <laughs> though? Like, what is the point of this? Like, people be lying off the bat. Like, why? My personal experience, which is it's the same as opposed to the the moral, but kind of different at the same time. I'm on, on on these apps where like they're they're like I'm not about sex. I'm just trying to meet the right person and chill or whatever. No, damn, what But then wait, the but right whenever person. you you inbox them and you be like, "What's going on, yo?" I'm just trying to da 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 da. Wait, but you just said in your profile, mm-hmm. and I only hit you up because you appeared to be in. But you, you really, you trying to bust it open for a real goon. Mm-hmm. Why mislead? I don't understand. What's the point? 
What is the point of misleading somebody if, if that's not really your true intentions? Why can't people just put their true intentions out there? Because at the end of the day, I think what, what people don't understand is whenever you mislead me on the app, you kill any future credibility. Yeah. Because anything that you tell me from that moment on, I'm going to believe that you're lying. I don't believe you. At all. <laughs> I don't believe shit you say now. I don't know. I I I I I I feel like, you know, people just I'm sorry. I I, I clicked on that song and it, it came on my bad. <laughs> my bad. Uh check out iamtravain.com for some good R and B Neil So uh definitely. I don't know why people want to mislead as opposed to, wait, 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 let's let's stop. Iamtravain.com. How can other listeners and uh viewers find you? Or they can find me on www.thelionheartcollection.com. Um, that's where you can check out our uh, apparel uh, for me and my son. Uh, you can find my social media on Instagram at LionheartJR. Let me do this right fast before we get into this last story, this last topic. Um, of course, we will uh, eventually be posting full videos, but you'll definitely see a lot of reels for my shows, so definitely uh, check out the reels uh, and uh, share them on all your social media. And you could also listen to us on Spotify, the complete show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Let me give a shout out. I'm gonna say names too. <laughs> Thank you to the one and only. Over the last week or so, I have had such tremendous. Support whether it be the podcast, my music, or just me in general from you, Simona. So I appreciate you for letting me know that you see me whenever other people probably don't. Appreciate you for that. Uh, mother full love, just be on it though. <laughs> yeah, mom be all over social. She be on Facebook. She be on social media more than me. I don't even call her mother no more. Mom, I'm, I'm like, yes, mom. <laughs> like I can post something. <laughs> At damn near three, four o'clock in the morning because I'm still up. And she be up. She would like and repost. Be up. I'm trying to understand, like, I'm missing something. Like, when do you sleep? Because, why? Uh, she don't. She, <laughs> what does she do in the school system? She, 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 she the head of something over there at the school. So I don't know. How are you the head of something? She got to be there like six in the morning. Jesus Christ. That's, when when that, does she sleep? That explains everything because you on social media posting. She's the only person I know every day has three or four birthdays to post. Every No, everybody's birthday. But she always been like that. Honestly, I, I can recall when we was growing up, mom's always had everybody's birthday written down. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, them Rolodexes back then. Mm -hmm. She didn't have everybody's birthday. So as the month go on, the day go on, she just scrolling. It's somebody's birthday. Okay, let me go ahead and do this. And, you know, moms do cakes and stuff like that. So imagine her doing something like that. Majority of the time for somebody's birthday, just yeah. to get them like cupcakes or a cake or something, something special that she know that that they like yeah. or whatever. So that's that's some talent in itself because I ain't got that much to remember. I don't have that much time to remember. I can't I can't remember all of that. Mother, uh, <laughs> mom, I'm still waiting for that. What's the what what what, what am I waiting for? Well, the the, the pizza upside that, down that, cake that, that right there. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how only fresh get theirs done. I'm said, and I'm going to let you know so that we can work that out. Shouts out to you for that. Shouts out. Um, anytime I publish something about my music, Keon, you always got my back. I love you for it. Uh, 
uh, Miss Diane Klein's my auntie because you support everything that I do. Uh, if I say I want to kick a can of uh, across the street, you'll go buy me a Dr. Pepper. I appreciate you for that. Um, those of you who have been listening to music, whether it's new music, old music, or videos that I post when I'm live streaming new stuff that I'm working on, I appreciate you guys for that because those views and those comments uh, make an indie artist want to work more. Just being honest with you because it's... It's hard for indie artists whenever they know that they're only going to be as well known as much as they put out the work. Uh, so I uh, appreciate you guys for uh, supporting me and, and, and encouraging me to be able to do that. Um, he here, y'all know he my husband. He just doesn't know he he not my, my husband. But uh, like I bounce a lot of stuff off of Jr. Like uh, the majority of my songs. Oh, I'm going to have to double back and then I'm going to go back to this. Be careful, church folk, who y'all don't like because some, some of these really anointed songs that y'all like, that y'all live by, that y'all say is anointed by God, is written by LGBTQ, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Man, there's so many. And y'all don't know it. There's so many of them in, in the church it. community and they be trying to act. They try to cover it up. They try not to admit it. They know damn well that half of their choir directors is from the LGBTQ, so. But that's another topic. But <laughs> I just appreciate the fact that I have not. Uh, I appreciate Amir for introducing me to JR. Because had it not been for that bowling alley, I wouldn't have never met him. <laughs> He's going to tell this story every show, ain't you? Every chance I get, I met my husband at a bowling alley full of a whole bunch of us and one of him. One of him, literally. Lord. I was the only straight dude in the whole goddamn bowling alley. In the, <laughs> in the whole bowling alley. But uh, we'll leave that way. Nah, but uh, I appreciate you even, bro, because, you know, uh, you know, over time, you never know who you meet and why you meet them. Uh, it's always for a reason or a season. And in this predicament, I think it's for a reason and a long-ass season because even though... We've had situations where whenever things got, whenever they exploded or got to the point to explosion to where we could have said, fuck you and you say fuck me. Yeah. We decided to say, just give me a little time. Yeah. Let me breathe. Yeah. Which is really new to me because I'm not that guy that's going to be like, I'm going to come back later on. Yeah. I'm usually the, the guy that say, okay, I'm done with this shit. Bye. <laughs> right. But there was something about the connection that we had that night because he was bowling and I don't know how to bowl. I just pretend, but he was like, he was really good. He was coached that night. But even they after call that, me coach. that, that conversation up until now, I appreciate the fact that, you know, whether it's with this podcast, with my music, with me being an ambassador for you, the photo shoot with your son or the, the outings or whatever we have now or the things that we're doing in the future. I just appreciate the fact that uh, we have an opportunity to build something now to where whenever we get to where we're going to get to, people don't be like, oh, this is just something that just happened overnight. Now, I've been working on this nigga for about a year or so. No, about yeah. two two years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like Steve Urkel. I'm wearing you down. I'm wearing <laughs> you down. But I'm wearing him down just yet. But I, I just go off genuine connections and genuine energy. Anybody that know me personally knows that. Like, I literally feed off of genuine connections, mm -hmm. genuine energy. And I can feel if that energy ain't right. And I mean, 
anybody that know me personally can tell you that. Like, I know when it ain't right. Yeah. I can feel it. I might second guess it, but I can I can feel that. And this is just it's just the type of person I am. Yeah. And so when I met you, like that energy was it was genuine. It, I it was, was there. My ass up. <laughs> that might that might have been where he was, but over time, of course, like we got to that point was like you know our our friendship yeah. is 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 genuine. Like yeah. I do for him, he do for me. And granted, this man got some dope music out here, y'all. Like he don't promote himself enough. He don't give himself enough credit. This man got some dope music out here. He is he is in all of my playlists. I am Terrain on Apple Music or anywhere that you get your music from. He is all over the place, and he's doing a lot of good things that he don't give himself enough credit for. So go follow and listen to I Am Trevane. Speaking of don't give nobody those. enough credit, everything that I have in my closet <laughs> <laughs> over the last <laughs> year or so is either uh, lightheart or exquisite. Like I don't know. Like, Have you ever met someone who wanted to be a CEO but didn't want to? Grab a hold to what come with it, which means you 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 kind of have to be boisterous about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This nigga here, like he do everything, but he don't don't want to take credit for I it. I don't I don't like to be in the spotlight. Well, you it, it sounds you, crazy, you need to change it? your your uh your career move. <laughs> I know, right? I I do not like being in the forefront. I just want to I just want to put out dope stuff and have people see what I put out. Like I don't I don't prefer like some people want to. They want to point the finger at themselves like, yeah. I did this, I did and yeah. I'm the opposite. Like, I want to be in the background. If I could be a silent partner to my own business, I would. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's just how it worked for me. Make your it son ain't, it ain't face, about me. Man. I've been trying to. I've been trying to, but my son act too much like just me. Like you. He want to be in the background. Like, he's one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best wrestlers. Yes, yes. And he don't really want to be seen like that, like, yeah. like, like we we're how can I how can I put this? Like we're initially, I feel like me and him we're we're introverts. Mm-hmm. We're introverts, but we have an extrovert personality when we're around the right people. Yeah, like that energy exchange is real, and I feel like my son has that too. We haven't talked about it, but like I feel like my son does that too because my son does everything. I say this. The very first night I met your son, although it was the first night, we kind of like connected like we've been knowing each other since the first night I met you. Yeah. Because y'all was playing Jenga, and I'm mad that I didn't play that night. Because <laughs> they made Jenga look so damn fun. Mother was playing. Uh, uh, nephew was playing. JR was playing. Who, who else was playing? Uh, I know Jasmine was playing. Jasmine was playing. I was like... This is so good. But like that bun with him from that like that very first night was really dope. So every single time I came over after that, it was like whatever. Like yeah, and it's crazy because it's like we all don't like everybody that you just named. We don't get to see each other mm-hmm. that much. But when we connect, like you said, it's it just clicks. It's, it's, yeah. it's that's genuine energy yeah. going across the board and so it's like we love each other but we we don't see each other much like everybody didn't be in different places like my son is in one place me and my daughter here my nephew's in one place my mom's in another yeah. place so to, had to have us all here and to see and feel that energy yeah. that, that's rare yeah to us so i'm gonna say this i'm gonna actually make this a real just for you to see Taz. like i need you to come back <laughs> oh we've been trying to get him back I went, uh, I said, 
you know, I took him boat uh, on skating. Mm-hmm. I have a new guy that I follow on Instagram. I'm going to show you. I think it's like too smooth or something like that. I'm going to show you his Instagram. But every time I see his Instagram, I see your son because like skating is just, I don't know. It's it's just like walking to them. Yeah. Like road mountains don't have nothing on these folks. And I'm I'm like, I'm not, I haven't, keeping in mind I'm 41. I probably haven't skated since damn near 20 something. Yeah. So if I get out there, like he actually tried to get me to uh, to skate that night, I was like, yeah. "No, sir, you're you're not going to laugh at but see, me." See, you won't know how good you are until you get back out. Honestly, I can I can tell you the same thing. Um, when I was probably like eight or nine, uh, me and my sister used to always go skating up north or whatever. And one of the nights, and this is kind of an embarrassing story, so excuse me in advance. My sister got called by somebody and rolled. Smack into a wall. Damn. She got a black eye. I was like eight or nine at the time. So that was the last time I went skating. Yeah. So I didn't skate for about 20 years. Jesus Christ. After that. When I got back out there, I just kind of went. And whenever I went up north, me and my son be like, you know, let's go skating. Yeah. So it's like now that's like that's our thing. So it's like be, if yeah. we come here, we go skating. Yeah. If I go there, it's like we go skating. It's just our thing. Yeah. And we'll be right behind each other, chasing each other. Now, granted, he know a lot more tricks than I know. Now that I know that that's what he liked from that night, every time he come here, I'm like, let's go to Louisville. Let's go skating. Yeah, we can go anywhere. I mean, we can go to what Form and Grand Prairie. We can go to uh, Southern Skates and South Dallas. We can go anywhere. We gonna skate. That's yeah. If we don't, if it ain't nobody else out there. Me and him, we gonna skate. Yeah, we both got our custom skates, so <laughs> we custom gonna skate skates. regardless. Who customized the skates, Jr.? Of course, it's Quizzy Custom Creations. But on 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 <laughs> oh wait, on Instagram is what at, at exquisite uh, at exquisite custom on creations Facebook on is Instagram what? and Facebook. You can also got check us it. out at www.exquisitecustomcreations.com. Now you see, I wouldn't have brought that up had you not brought it up, which is I why I did that. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> But you're on the spotlight, goddamn me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love Crown Royal, by the way. <laughs> but before we get out of here, because we are at almost a two-hour mark, sir. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the Alabama teams that stage a walkout over alleged censorship of Black History Month. Of course, yes. for uh, this comes through... Uh, a lot of censorship we know in Florida, uh, Run DeSantis, uh, I think that's his name. I think I'm pronouncing it right. He's um, stopping a lot of the uh, black history books or books that uh, teach the history mm-hmm. of the African-American. Um, so Alabama is right along in the same situation. Uh, this story comes from, of course, again, the Shade Room and. I make sure because you know people be like shade room be lying now nah. shade room I done my investigations. They didn't fact check this one. Students at an Alabama high school are taking a stand against administrators allegedly trying to whitewash their institution's Black History Month program. Uh, an administrator allegedly felt uncomfortable about slavery and civil rights being included. ABC thirty three forty reports that the situation unfolded earlier this month at Hillcrest High School in Tuscaloosa, 
I said that even under the influence. <laughs> As over 200 uh, students participated in a walkout, notably, uh, the protests went down in response to the school's administration um, administration ah. allegedly shut up, <laughs> asking the students to cut a major event from their Black History Month uh, program. Um, for me, I'm pretty sure you probably pulled up the website so you will have a little bit more information. Mm-hmm. Um, Shouts out to LaGrange High School in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Uh, you guys, if any of you will ever watch this, and I'll, I'll tag some of you guys so that you all can come in. You know that every February, I don't care if you didn't know me from the, the, the beginning of the school year until the end, but you knew in February you were going to get church in school. <laughs> I, um, I proudly beat on my chest whenever I say in my high school, um, my freshman year, I, I got to the high school and um, they really, I'm not going to say they didn't have anything for Black History Month, but we didn't see it. So I went to a, a teacher who is no longer at the school anymore, of, of course, and we sat down and we put together a programming from my freshman year to my senior year of high school every February uh, at the top of the day. All the students in the school, it was a known thing that there was a Black History program. Yes. Um, we had speakers. Of course, they let your boy take over the music. <laughs> I had the singers at LaGrange who were a part of the choral program, but I had the singers who were the, the cream of the crop singers in the school that didn't want to be a part of the choral program, but just believe that Troy, you know, because I wasn't Taz then. Troy, you know, the nigga know what we're talking about because if you knew me in Lake Charles, you knew me from being a church baby. Yeah, You knew me from singing and playing everywhere in Lake Charles. So they entrusted themselves in, in me to where every year around February, we always had uh, a show or an event at LaGrange to where we all gathered uh, every single student, all the teachers, all the principals, the administration, we would be in the auditorium and we would literally just recognize black folk. The history of where we come from and where we were at that time and anybody that was prevalent at that time that was doing something positive. But you fast forward now to 2023 where even within the course of the years to get here, they're trying to erase or prohibit us from learning who we are yeah yeah why would that be Hmm. (laughs) my belief you don't know where you're you don't know where you are or where you're going until you know where you come from exactly so if i can stop you from i don't care if you know it's my job to make sure that you don't let somebody else know yeah yeah i wholeheartedly believe that and I understand the fact, let me pull up the, the right quote, go back to it. The administrator allegedly felt uncomfortable about slavery and civil rights. You feel uncomfortable because <laughs> you're probably one of the others to where if these African-American are well, I'm not going to say African. These black and brown folk figure out what happened to their ancestors. You 
are more worried about what it make you look like now. Either that or they're a direct descendant of yeah. one of those people. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it makes them uncomfortable. We don't want to talk about it because now I'm uncomfortable. I found out that once I did my 23 and Me, that part, <laughs> that over about two, three hundred years ago, yes. my great great grandparents owned was a slaves. Big old slave mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I bet that does make you uncomfortable. But how you think we feel on day to day? Yeah. And that also makes me question, or not even question, but it makes me think about the people that we have in office, whether it's in your schools, whether it's in politics, whether it's in policing, whether it's your boss at work, we don't really know what their mindset is about us. You're right. We only know what's presented to us. So even in this situation in the schooling, we don't know what the administrator's real person, well, we can kind of see like you kind of letting it be, be known, you you probably just don't want us to know us. Yeah. When yeah. do we get to a, a point? So, not even when do we get to a point? I've come to the conclusion that if they won't allow me to teach it at school, of course the first thing is I'm gonna teach it at home. But yeah. whenever I want to reach out to other people, we have to create a way to teach these youth, who they are and what they are. And it's not even just for the Black History Month, but just in general, period. Exactly. Because there are so many young people who are just going around life, just living life according to what they know because of what they see. So I remember back whenever I was in elementary, junior high school, one of my favorite shows on the Saturday was Teen Summit. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that's I what it makes you do when you think about I it. I forgot all about Teen Summit. That was the the it for youth at that time to and whenever you think about it, back then the violence and all this other stuff that's going on today wasn't as prevalent back then. Oh, not at all. Because we had something to look to. We had somebody to look to. Which brings me to another. I've always wanted to do like a Teen Summit DFW. Hmm. Either once a week or once a month. Or once every, once every two weeks or once a month. Because, again, young people don't know that there's a better way out. Yeah. <laughs> until they see Somebody who's been there and has created a way out. That's literally my story. <laughs> That's literally my story. I'm interested. Share. Oh, no, no, no. no. We, ain't, we ain't got that much time left. Mm. So all the way up until I was 17, I thought that there was one way of living. Because at that point, that's all I'd seen. Mm-hmm. All I'd seen was us in the hood. Doing one thing or the other, yeah. Which is commonly known today is either you, either you hustle, yeah, or you play ball, yeah. I wasn't good at playing ball. I ain't gonna lie to you. I could shoot a couple hoops, yeah. But I wasn't good at playing ball, so my only other option was to hustle, yeah. So I did it, not liking it because I wanted to survive, 
not only survive, but I wanted to also fit in. Mm-hmm. So I learned the game. I learned the game very well. Yeah. But it's because those were, in my mind, those were my only two options. Facts. It wasn't until I met somebody when I was about 16, going about 17, that had made it out of the same environment. And I won't speak names, but of course, that person knows. You know who you are. He an old head, but he know who he is. But I had conversations with this man on a consistent basis. And unknowingly, this man became... My mentor. Facts. I would just call him sometime to pick his brain. And I need to I need to call him and check on him because mm-hmm. I haven't checked on him recently. I would call this person and just, just ask questions. How do you do this? How do you suspect this? Uh, this, that, and the other. But he became my mentor. So he showed me a different way. I mean, this, this guy went from living in the hood to having a house in the burbs. Facts. And so... To me, that was the first example I've ever seen mm-hmm. of any of us making it out of that situation yeah. without going to a military. Yeah. So I didn't know it was possible. But once I realized it was possible, that became my goal. I became obsessed mm-hmm. with that goal of making it out. Mm-hmm. But most of us don't get that, yeah. that chance or yeah. that opportunity. And... A lot of us don't have those mentors to show them something different, even if it's even if they're unconscious that there are mentors. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. So when you only know one thing, then that's just how you you gravitate to it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you grow up that way, and you yeah. just you think that's the only option because you haven't seen anything else. I'm tired of talking about it. I want to be about it. I've probably talked about this on like four or five shows within the duration of, of me doing this podcast. I think that we need to, and of, of, of course, I, I reach out to individuals, companies, whatever. We had back then what a lot of individuals don't have now because if you're in certain neighborhoods, if you've grown up a certain kind of way all your life, mm-hmm. it's not even about being able to have that in your your view because you never even known it existed. Exactly. I would like to show that there are, that there are people who have been there. And have created a way. And it's probably some of your favorite rappers. It's probably some of your favorite um, sports athletes. It's probably some of your favorite people that are right here in the DFW that know where you at. But because they've never shared their story, you'll never know. Because I I, I I do believe there's a lot of people who have been somewhere who haven't shared their story yet. Oh, there's a lot. And and let's not just limit it to uh, ball players or rappers or anything, anything like that. Because I don't want people to think that that's, that's the only way. Like, there's a lot of people in the DFW. I mean, all over the world. Give me a little bit more. That, you want a little bit more? You want a little bit more? And then you can do that. Okay. But there's a lot of people out there who have done a lot of investing in real estate. Yes. Uh, which is one way to financial freedom, which our people, of course, we're not taught that. 
there's a lot of people that have done different jobs, had different side hustles on top of that. Some people make more in their side hustle than they're doing the actual job. God, it's lead, just something that they love to do. Story. So, bring, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a call to action, personally. I want some of the people that who have made their success mm-hmm. in different avenues besides just entertainment to come forward and tell their stories. And of course, you can always reach out to uh, either one of us on our social media platforms. You can also um, get in contact with us at uh, the intro podcast. Do you have the website set up? Uh, the, yes, you can go to uh, spotlightmediaglobal.com. There you go. Uh, it's funny that you should mention side hustles because I was literally going to end the show, but since you made that whole bridge, let's talk about side hustles. <laughs> so one of the things that I have grown to appreciate or understand, um, complete transparency with this. Yeah, I've, I don't come from having a whole bunch uh and due to situations in my 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 life i i've i've been to jail a couple times and i've learned that once you have that stain on your name your success and i really have to sneeze and it's not coming up there you go bless you blessed lord that stain on your name will keep you from doing a lot of jobs that you're well qualified for. Mm-hmm. But as I was looking through and discovering stories uh, to discuss, and it's just amazing that you would even mention side hustle because I was going to end with the black history. I've learned for myself that tapping into what I have made as my skill will make me money because once you've been in jail and it, whenever they do that background check and it pulls up, you are automatically disqualified from a lot of positions that you're very well qualified for. Mm -hmm. But I have discovered that, um, like the Bible says, God will give you the power to get wealth in your hands, meaning that there are some things that God will give you, Alone in your life, because I honestly do believe that whenever I was created, I wasn't created from my beginning to my end. I was created from my end to my beginning because he already knew what was going to happen in between. Yeah. All right, then. Ooh. Let me me take one for that. Go ahead and church. (laughs) I felt that. Let, Let me say that again. God did not create me from my beginning until my end. He created me from my end to my beginning because he knew what was going to happen in the Mm in-between. So there were some things that he instilled in me, some things that he instilled in you, and some things that he's instilled in you all that is designed because he already knew what your life was going to entail. So he had to put certain skills and certain qualities in you to help you make it Whenever the world said no. So as I was looking um, on CNBC.com, talking about side hustles. Side hustles have become, uh, I'm sorry, side hustles have long been a favorite American way to uh, make extra money. 
Gen Z is getting into the action. Two thirds, 90, I'm sorry, 59% of Gen Zers say they currently have a side hustle occurring according to May 2022. Yada, yada, yada. Um, if you're one of the ones that are in the younger uh, generation and are considering picking a side hustle for yourself, there's no end to opportunity of what you can do. You should try to do affiliate marketing on your social media. For example, food delivery or some secret shopping. Secret shopping is really, really good. And I discovered that years ago when I was at my lowest. Like people would pay me to go into your store and make sure that everything is lined up right. That you're doing what you're supposed to do. And they paid me for that. That's it. I was there for it too. Uh, it goes down to another side hustle uh, to consider is virtual assistance, which encompasses a wide uh, variety of activities. Whatever your core skills are, you can get paid uh, to assist someone virtually in those skills. Yeah. When I thought about that for myself, I was like, <laughs> virtual technology, computers, that's my freaking life. Yeah. But. For the individual who's in, in a, a situation to where you know what you're skilled at, but every way that you apply for that has that skill, you're told no. Don't wait for somebody to give you a table. Make Build a table. that shit yourself. Make a damn table. Go ahead and put yourself out there on social media. Say, hey, I do X, Y, Z, and let those people from social media create mm-hmm. your revenue. Mm-hmm. Because... What if you're one of those, and I don't want nobody to misinterpret this, but then at the same time interpret it at your own risk? Because I know how this is going to sound. What if you're one of those people who God say, from your creation, you were created to be a boss and not a worker? Facts. A lot of us are, but we're not trained that way. Mm-hmm. We're trained to be workers. Yeah. But a lot of us already have the entrepreneur mindset mm-hmm. and they just don't know how to tap into it. it or they either don't know how to tap into it, but because of the way the world has presented business, make you think that you're not qualified enough for it. True. Because, and, and I'll always go back to uh, there's a story and I reposted on the Facebook page for uh, the intro podcast. Steve Harvey talks about whenever he first uh, created um, Steve Harvey's Got Talent or something like that a couple years ago. And the networks told him that his show wasn't doing good, wasn't getting views or yada, yada, yada. So they, they canceled his show. Mm-hmm. Right after they canceled his show, I want to say he said about a year or so later, there appeared a show with three judges, acts mm. from all over the world. Mm. On primetime TV, hmm. America's motherfucking got talent. I wasn't going to call the name of the show, but you did. <laughs> Steve Harvey said, in this, um, well, I, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase you, Uncle Steve. I didn't know the business. So because I didn't know the business, whenever the networks told me that what I was doing probably wasn't going to fit or wasn't good enough, they basically took that carbon copy and made what has been going on for years and years and years to be their, 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 their thing. It's not the fact that your skill isn't good enough. It's the f- number one thing is 
if it's your skill, study it. Yeah. How, how long did it take you to to, to study for Lionheart or <sighs> or Exquisite? Man, it, it, it took a minute. It took a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. <laughs> to to get this stuff down to know what to use, what not to use, mm-hmm. um, all of those different aspects. So it, it 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 takes a lot, but once you get there, yeah, you can you can hone that skill and. Perfect it all you want to. And one of the things that I think that a, a lot of people that probably understand that but get discouraged that is the fact that it takes too long. Yeah, it does. And even with myself, that happens because in your mind, you feel like you should be at a certain space. For mm-hmm. what you know, you feel like if I'm here, mm-hmm. I feel like I should be here mm-hmm. for what I know. But what you know and what you can do and where the higher power wants you yeah. don't always line up. Facts. You can be at this same level for years. Yeah. And then one day that just shoots up. Yeah. And once that shoots up, you're going to completely forget about everything that you were doing mm-hmm. down here because you'll be up here. Yeah. And none of what you did before is going to matter. Yeah. And that's what we don't give ourselves enough credit for. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. I don't give myself enough credit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> so what, just like you don't do either, Mr. I am Trevane, who has some of the uh top streaming music. I'm just um, trying to get like you. Here. I, I don't know why, because if, if try, you listen see, to his I, music. I don't know why, but if, if you, you listen yeah, to I his see music, what he have on right now. If you listen to his music, if you if you buy his clothing. <laughs> Touche, my friend. That cotton hugs me when I Touché. put it on. I be like, I feel like Jr. got his arms around me. Goddamn me. me but meanwhile, there's a whole I am Trevane playlist going on in my car. I think it was the last song I actually got out of the car too. Meanwhile, right there's that a just, whole that just no song that you just came out with. Yes, which, which is so relative to my life right now. But yeah. So give yourself the credit too. Well, give yourself the credit whenever I pull out of something to wear in about an hour or two, and it's nine out of ten going to be one of your hoodies. <laughs> goddamn, because I don't understand Dallas. Well, it's going to be hot or cold, or cold or hot or hot and hot or cold and cold both. at the same time. It's going to be both. Spring starts at seven a.m. Summer starts at, <laughs> at noon, and fall starts at five. We have all <laughs> the seasons in one day. It'll be winter at nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dallas. As funny as that sounds, if you're not in DMW, that's the real truth. But with all that being said, the main, uh, the the moral is, whatever your side hustle is, make sure, first of all, make sure your, your side hustle is your passion. Yes. Don't have a side hustle just because you see everybody else doing it. Because if you're only doing it because you see everybody else doing it and it's not a passion, when it doesn't work as fast as you want it to work, you're going to let it go and you're going to be disappointed because you feel like you put your all into something that didn't work. So make sure that your side hustle and your passion correlates. Yes. Meaning that your passion is the thing that you would do for free if you had to just because you love to do it. Yes. Don't let the money rule your decision. Absolutely. Because it will completely take you in the wrong direction. And don't be afraid to do So I'm saying this directly for the person next to me. Don't be afraid to continue in your passion or in your career, even though it's oversaturated online or in the world because everybody else is doing it. Because the thing is this, although everybody else is doing it, they're not doing it like you. 
me say it again because touche, my friend. Yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're not doing it like you. They're saying touche. Most people can just do t-shirts. They can't do t-shirts, hoodies, sweatbands, drawers. <laughs> I do what I can. Cups, mugs, mouse pads, <laughs> speakers, <laughs> cars, <laughs> hair. I brand whatever I can. God dog it. But look, I appreciate everybody for being a part of today's show. Uh, of course, I cannot go without once again... Uh, JR, where can we listen to or view or just find out more information about you, bro? Uh, you can find me on social media at Instagram. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That was too straight. Uh, <laughs> I called him, bro. Y'all know I never called him, bro. Straight? I never called him, bro. <laughs> where can they find out more information about you, you wonderful, young, beautiful, sexy, yellow piece of meat? He had the rainbow without. I had the <laughs> rainbow, that shit. That's how it went. Crow got me straight. Oh, what? No. <laughs> but of course, you can always find me on Instagram at LionheartJR. <laughs> you can look at my branding business at exquisitecustomcreations.com, which is the same on social media as well. Also, the lionheartcollection.com, which is the same on all social media platforms as well. Where can they find you at, Mr. I am Trevane? First of all, y'all see the hood he has on? <laughs> yeah, this is uh This is Lionheart. This was actually um this is actually a a, a prototype. I got the t-shirt. I didn't get the shirt. <laughs> I didn't get the hoodie. It's cold outside and my shirt is short sleeve so I couldn't wear it. Yeah, but this is this was actually a prototype of how the shirt ended up making out in the first place. I originally made it a hoodie. But um wait, let, let, let me know if y'all want me to make this a hoodie. That, that's available online or that this is not available online. This is a limited edition. Only a few people have this. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, so if, if y'all want me to go ahead and release this mainstream, just go ahead and let me know. I'll go ahead and put it on the website for people to purchase. But since we are talking, we, we were talking about people that we tag, I need to tag Jamie Fox. Talk about these glasses, sir. Oh, these glasses? Oh, so yes, sir. I, I have a lot of these, actually. Um, oh, a whole to, bunch of them, Jamie. Shout out to Jamie Fox and uh, Pervavervo. These are actually the one sunglasses and... Um, they're not only comfortable, they're stylish as well, and they're actually very affordable for uh, a name brand and a durable sunglasses line. So, shout out to Jamie Foxx and Pervertible for that. Um, this is my, this is my third. I think I have five pairs. Jesus Christ, five pairs. I have these on my face. This is pair number three. I've worn, I've worn at least one other pair of Jamie Foxx's glasses. Uh, on this show, I want to say a few weeks ago, I had a matter of fact when I had on a red hoodie. Yeah, I had on that was that was another pair of uh, Revere Revolves. Uh, so shout out to Jamie Fox and these. Jamie, these are, can you holler at your boy? Like you are, from Terrell, I'm in Dallas. Holler at me. Right, I mean DFW. I mean Dallas, Texas. All of us. I mean, let, let's get some type of conglomerate going. But these are actually they're they're stylish and they're they're comfortable. I honestly forgot I had them on. Had you not mentioned yeah. that I had them on. So, and I'll, I'll wear these all day because they're just that comfortable. I love them. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Before I plug myself, every a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, a lot of people ask me, who am I listening? Before I, I answer this, let me ask JR, and don't say me just because. Who are you listening to these days? Literally in Music my car. Music wise. Literally right now in my car. I listen to a lot of low-key artists. Um, I love the low-key artists because I feel like they give you more of themselves. They Facts. don't give you the what the mainstream wants. They give you what they want to put out. Now, mm-hmm. honestly, when I, I can say right now, 
when I pulled up, I was playing the newest single by I Am Tremaine, Just Know. And I'm I'm not even just saying that because it's you. That's literally, let me go to my thing. If I go to my album music, I think it's on pause right now. He might want to zoom in on that later on. I'm not sure, but that's literally, it's two minutes in. It's about two minutes into the song right now. This is what I was playing. God damn. When I pulled up, uh, I'm listening to It's Will. Uh, I'm listening to Cordain. And for all my, uh, I, I got the call outside already, kid. He's one of the universal talents. Uh, he raps and sings. He's, he's pretty good, also. Um, for, for all of my hood people out there, I'm listening to ESTG. So I like my low key artists uh, because they give you more of themselves than what you get from the mainstream artists. So currently, that's what I'm listening to man i sent you a link to what i consider one of the hottest songs in r&b what's that tyrese (laughs) oh my goodness so i was already invested in tyrese from the facebook no from the instagram clip with him and tank yeah what did you think about this song? First of all, did you hear the female at the end of the song? I did. Um, Understand this. She's a gospel singer. Really? Leandria Johnson, uh, Sunday's I Best. I the name sounded familiar, but I wasn't 100% sure. Honestly, this song touched my soul a little bit. Man. I'm going through some of the stuff that's going on in the song. Absolutely. So, this song made so much sense to me. This song was... It had perfect timing for me, but it also gives Tyrese a lot of his moment to be transparent yeah. about the entire yeah. situation. And if it's going to lead to some good music, I'm here for it. Yeah. This song was focused on what didn't work with his last relationship. And for me, it sparked something to make me go back into some of these songs whenever I was going through the love that didn't work out or the loves. That didn't work out and yeah. make me want to write to it. Good. Is that is that how we got Just Know? Just Know. I'm currently working on Move On. Okay. And I'm working on another song called Petty. Petty. I need you guys to check out Tyrese's new single. Can you pull that up on your, your Spotify? Because I'm recording an audio and I can't pull it up on my oh, phone. Oh, the name of his song is called um, Don't Think... You ever loved me. I don't think you ever loved me. So in this song, of course, we've already spoke. We have gospel singer Leandria Johnson doing background. And at the end, she does lead. That takes me into a complete church worship. And it really shouldn't. But because it's Leandria, I can't help but to worship. I'm listening to that. I'm listening also to uh, PJ Martin and Suzanne Carroll. Uh, good morning. I send that to you also, JR, so that you can check that out. JP uh, uh, PJ Martin, of course, he's a friend to the uh, podcast, to the the uh, to everything Spotlight. We've had him on uh, to talk about his music and his his projects. Yeah. I'm listening to that. Good morning, Suzanne Carroll is a she's literally a social media sensation. Like she started posting videos just singing on Instagram and TikTok, and she completely took over. And PJ Morton found uh, realized that she was what that was and put her on the song. One of the best moves he could have ever made. Who else am I listening to? Uh, who else? Hold on, let me see, let me see, let me see. As opposed to podcasts, you can always uh, listen to 
uh, the intro podcast. You can also listen to uh, The Breakfast Club, Brilliant Idiots, uh, Dish Nation has become my favorite. Really? Because within the, the next couple days, uh, we already have scheduled, uh, we will have uh, Dish Nation's own uh, head crack. I learned about Head Crack whenever he was a DJ here in the DFW for uh, 97.9 The Beat. But now he is in Atlanta doing really, really big on this national syndicated TV show. We'll have him. Uh, Angie Martinez in real life is another podcast that I really listen to. I get a lot of knowledge and understanding. Uh, what else? Uh, that's about it. Um, can, can we take a moment, though, to, to shout? There's one artist I forgot. Uh, go. Vito. Ooh. Vito needs a lot of credit. Vito is dope. Vito is probably one of the best singers and songwriters out there. Vito has wrote, he, he's written for some of the best Tank, Chris Brown, mm-hmm. a few. Um, but his production is great. His delivery is awesome. You'll hear some of his radio singles played currently, but I've been listening to Vito since hell. 2016? Yeah. And he. He never disappoints. Ever. So, I'm going to show you my favorite Vito song. Shout out shout out to Vito. Like he's um, in my 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 favorites. Let nobody tell you that it's over. And see, I want you to know that girl, you got it. You got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. You, you got, got it. it. You got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah That's like one of my favorite Vitos. And see, I like that. But see, you also got to, for my my nighttime freaks out there, you got to download or listen to Do It Nasty by Vito. Um, It'll change your life. That's all I'm going to say. Do It Nasty. Yeah. You want to look it up now, huh? I'm I'm looking right now. (laughs) Because I want to make sure that Vito gets his, it's what that is. Do It Nasty. Oh, yeah. Most and then we're going to let y'all go because we've been here forever. But I just like having JR around. <laughs> I promise y'all don't understand. God, he, he. Yeah, he he's probably one of the most underrated. Let's go. We're going to go to the middle. You, you nasty. I'm your daddy. Call me daddy. Yeah. Up the yeah. You nasty. Uh. You nasty. Yeah. You yeah. I want to say that song stayed on my it stayed on my playlist for about a year and a half. What on repeat? I'm gonna ask a dumb question. I know the answer, but I just want to see if you gonna answer. <laughs> he say, "Do it with no hands." What 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 what, what are you doing with no hands? If you got the ass, I'm not sure if I can say it on this radio. No, show. I don't know. Radio friendly. <laughs> what he talking about? Do it with no hands. That's all I'm gonna say. In the meantime, now. in between time, I need y'all to check out Vito. Of course, if you are an NPR tiny desk uh, lover, uh, he was included. Did you uh, check out Usher's NPR? No. Nah. Um, Vito was one of his background singers. I believe that. I truly believe that. He's written for Usher before. So mm-hmm. I believe that. And it's really, really dope. Check out Vito uh, on what wherever you get your music from because he's dope. Check out Tyrese's new single, wherever you get your music from. Also, yes, sir. if you need something personally made, please do me a favor. Call jail. Call him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna post this phone number even though I ain't supposed Don't to. Post Not- phone number on here. Don't be having these people calling me. But you can always check us out online at www.exquisitecustomcreations.com.
That part. In the meantime, in between time, look, this is your boy Taz. You all, I thank you guys for listening to or watching the intro podcast. Uh, this uh, particular um, segment, if you're watching it, it's just going to be a screenshot because we are recording just the audio and not the video. But uh, we want you guys to uh, just get the full hold of what it is we're doing here at the intro podcast. Do me a favor. Check us out at spotlightmedia.global for everything spotlight. If you only want the intro podcast itself, go to the intro podcast.com and it will direct you to our Spotify uh, account for the podcast. And we'll look forward to hearing from you guys. It's your boy Taz. And the one and only JR. And we be out this piece. Love you guys. Bye-bye.